Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Today, I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Randy Canales. Randy, welcome back to the show. What's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. How you been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. CML, CML. You know, just working and uh, living life. <laughs> living life to the fullest. Yep. Trying. Like they say. <clears throat> yep, Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, today, I kind of want to do a, a free, uh, kind of like a free-for-all, free-form type of show. Uh, I'm planning on doing this for maybe the next 30 minutes. If it goes to an hour if necessary, that's cool, too. But we'll try to keep it at a minimum right now, just depending on how well the topic, how good the topic is. Mm. Um, so uh, lately, there's been a lot, of, a lot of things happening for the both of us. Um, I know the last time... The last time we actually sat down and recorded a podcast, that episode hasn't even gone up yet. I've, I've just been very lazy with it. Yeah. Not so much lazy, but certain things that I'm doing in between to try to time it right to put it up there. Um, I have, not shortly afterwards, I submitted this podcast for, for I guess, submission review on mm-hmm. iTunes. Yeah. And as early as last... Uh, I want to say it was last week or a couple of days ago, maybe I submitted my podcast to Spotify as well. Nice. And I'm still waiting to hear back from both. Uh, I've been meaning to check to see if there's any update on, on either end, but I was told that I was going to get emailed unless that's otherwise, please let me know. Uh, how, how would that work? I know you, so you had your podcast on iTunes for, for a good while. And this is the, the startup podcast that you had a couple of years ago. Yeah, <clears throat> so this was back in 2014. Uh, I don't know, how, I don't, man. I honestly don't even remember how you know, if it's changed or anything. But um, it was pretty. It was a pretty simple process. You just um, you just copy and paste your RSS feed into like iTunes, and uh, within a few days, it was. On, I don't even think I got an email um, from what I remember. Um, I think it just automatically went online. So. So it was a simple process back then. I don't know if it's gotten more complicated now that podcasts and stuff. Podcasting is a lot more popular now. So it's amazing how how long how far we've come come along with podcasting in general. I remember when I first started listening to podcasts, might have been around twenty. I think I just started college, maybe twenty ten. 2011 i think around 2012 is when i really started to listen to podcasts religiously like uh, joe rogan's podcast joey diaz podcast uh, chris jericho steve austin and a, a lot a lot more podcasts came along the way you know i, I guess now everybody and their mom has a podcast yeah everybody <laughs> it does. seems like it yeah and i didn't really start this one until 2015 which is maybe about three years after i started listening Mm-hmm. And I really cut back on a lot of stuff I listen to. Now I just, it's more select as to what I want to listen to. Yeah. Because uh, there's just so much content out there nowadays. But that is that is currently the plan. Hopefully by the new year, this will all be up and running on iTunes. That way I can start promoting it on this show. Mm-hmm. You know, check it out on iTunes, Spotify. Sp- I was sleeping on Spotify, dude, for a, for a good year. Mm-hmm. I just got a premium subscription. And I said, wow, a lot of people... Most of the people that I know listen to Spotify more than Apple Music. I have both. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm loyal to Apple, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, I've, I've had the iPhone since the original iPhone. Um, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to leave it when, when they have everything so integrated, like I, uh, iPhone, uh, iTunes, iMessage. 
Wow. Uh, it just you kind of don't want to leave it. And then iCloud, I mean, iCloud, all that crap, man. But I like it. It works. I mean, um, I've never tried even going Android before. I've just been team iPhone since whenever. When did the first iPhone come out? Like 2012, something like that. The first iPhone? Yeah, 2012, 2011. I don't even know. It might have been. No, because uh, when I got my first one, it was, uh, I believe I was a senior, and they were already, I was in senior year of high school, and they were already on, like, the 3G. That was the first one I got. Damn, you're right, dude. Wow. I just it might have been, like, 2006, maybe? No. No? Maybe, maybe like, that? seven or eight. No, wow. think about it. But even even so, I mean, that's 10 years, man. That was 10 wow. years ago. And they've come, they've come so far with this. I currently have the, the. I don't even know what this one is. <laughs> is it the 7 Plus? 7, seven Plus. plus. Yeah. Uh-huh. 7 Plus. Yeah, I think that's what I have, too. I think the only thing I'm missing now is the Apple. There you go. Oh, crap, dude. Like I'm, a true professional. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all good, man. There's no editing on the show. <laughs> I don't have time to edit. Although, I, if I really wanted to be a pro, I would edit, but I don't have time for that. So <laughs> yeah. This is as real as it gets, folks. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, I think the only thing I'm missing is the Apple Watch. I have the Apple TV, which I've been meaning to upgrade to, to 4K, but I don't even have a 4K TV yet, so that's that's not even in the works right now. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? The iPhone. I have an iPad. Always wanted a MacBook for the longest. Finally got it about three years ago. Still up and running. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very... I, I love Apple, man. Yeah. I was stuck with win- Windows for the longest, and, you know, that ran its course. I was pretty much getting a new laptop, like, every two to three years. And yeah. I was like, man, I, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. So they, they've really come a long way. What does this all have to do with the, the whole uh, topic of the show? Absolutely I don't nothing. know. <laughs> I really don't know. But really, uh, I started off talking about podcasting and all that. Really just about getting stuff done. And I know a lot of stuff has come up uh, in your personal life, my personal life, people around us, Mm -hmm. uh, around the world, just in general. And I've just been really thinking about a lot of of this stuff and a lot of stuff we talk about, you know, when we're off the air and stuff like that. Uh, A lot of the things... A lot of people out there now not living, I guess, the life they wanted to or mm-hmm. the life they envisioned. Yeah. A lot of people that I know personally, no offense to anybody that I know, but that are stuck career-wise, relationship-wise, uh, just stuck in general. Yeah. I know. I'm like, man, how can you... I just can't imagine myself being stuck in a relationship which, which i was for a good while yeah uh, just just getting stuck just for the sake of you know like getting married or something like that because i was under under that impression of getting married at 27 i'm 27 now should i be married right now man that's uh that's a whole other a hard podcast. negative that's a whole other episode right there we could go into um yeah i mean that's that's pretty early i mean it's it's common i mean for people to get married uh you know and they're People have their reasons, too. You know, people have kids. Some people want to get married. Yeah. I mean, personally, I I mean, my personal opinion, I don't think you should get married just because of kids. Like, if you you weren't married prior to having kids, let's just say your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, or whatever, you guys hooked up, Mm -hmm. you had a a kid nine months later. Um, Personally, that's not a reason for, I don't see that as being a justification to 
to hook up and to tie yourself down to someone yeah. for the rest of your life. I mean, yeah, you have a kid and you want you want to raise them right and have have that you know mother and father figure. You, you you could do that, but you could do that without being married. I mean, yeah, you can still live together and all that stuff without without being married, but it's it's a lot, man. It's a big uh, it's a big commitment. Um, Especially at such a young age too, because we're. I'll tell you right now, man. Years ago, I was dumb as hell. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. Up until I finally started working, paying my own bills, I'm like, man, I'm learning about stuff that I really thought we should have learned in college. Mm. And I'm like, man, like I'm learning how to, you know, file my income tax by myself and mm-hmm. how to pay my own bills. You know, go out and start building my own credit, which I just, you know, started doing not too long ago, and learning about credit. Yeah. Um, learning about pretty much how to manage your own money yeah. in general yeah, you yeah. could be you could be banking and still be broke mm-hmm. but that's that's one of the main topics i wanted to talk about as far as uh just getting out there and just just doing it man just if you say you're gonna do something just do it don't just you know don't just say it either write it down or just do it man like like uh what was that famous uh nike slogan just do it i'm just ripping them off right now <laughs> but just get out there and do it because i know a lot of people have given given up and as corny as it might sound have give up their dreams and whatever goals they have in mind set all because they knock some chick up or you know whatever the case may be not necessarily that or yeah or they're stuck uh they're in debt with a lot of you know have a lot of money in debt a lot of student loans right um trying to keep up with the Kardashians, you know, trying to get the the next, uh, even like this, the next phone or <laughs> the next cool car. Right, right. That's all, that's all, that's all meaningless at the end of the day. And I know a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, the stuff that I've experienced in the last uh, year and a half, you know, prior to breaking up with my ex-girlfriend, um, it was a lot of that stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of just just being with her just for you know for the sake of just being in a relationship and it's like mm. you know those doubts started going in the back of my head and like well okay what is this leading to is this leading to marriage or right or what ultimately it was going to lead to a divorce oh yeah from <laughs> and, and you saw and you saw from this the stories i heard yeah, and definitely. you saw this and of course you know a lot of people that i knew and, and that i know and friends with they saw it too they just never said anything because they didn't want to, you know, get involved. And I totally respect that. You know, that that was my business. Yeah. I didn't really put it out there like that up until it happened. And yeah. I finally was able to speak because for the longest, I didn't want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, that's I just don't want to revisit that stuff. But yeah, now I just revisit it for the sake of, you know, what I've learned in the past. Uh, things like that. Right. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, uh that's a big one. I mean, you're just talking about, um, you know, people that, that don't stay committed to like, you know, what they want to do or what they really want out of life. And a big one, uh, at least from the perspective of, uh, of men is, you know, getting, getting a, a girl pregnant or getting married real, real, real early, real young. And, um, you know, your all your goals and inspirations go out the window to, you know, build up this, uh, you know, this marriage or, you know, take care of this kid. And, uh, you know nothing wrong with it, but uh, <clears throat> I, th- I just think too many men get into it without realizing, you know, the consequences of, of marriage and and also the you know the, the repercussions of of a divorce. Um, I the responsibilities mean, too that come with uh, the responsibilities yeah. and also um, how 
marriage is so, um, it could be so dangerous, uh, to the male, to the, to the, you know, to the man in the relationship, just because the way, just the way divorce laws are, are, you know, are created and stuff. Um, you know, um, you could end up having to pay her a lot of money, you know, for divorce, you know, her, she'll take, you know, half of everything you own and, you know, not, I'm not putting women down, but this is just the way the, the, the divorce system is, it's, it's very uh, leaning towards, you know, towards the woman and, and, you know, men don't have a whole lot of say in a lot of things. And it's just, it's very one sided. So <clears throat> when you're just, getting, I just lost my whole female audience. Uh, <laughs> oh man. I totally get what you mean though. Cause this is, it's so funny. I didn't want to cut you off there, but yeah. it's just so funny. I was just talking to my dad about this, not even two hours ago mm. uh, about one of his friends who, um, when he met his friend, uh, working when he was working in the area um he was going through a divorce at the time mm -hmm. and i remember i was you know i was a lot younger then i was a little kid but i remember him you know telling me about that he was going through this and and we were just talking about what he went through mm -hmm. pretty much i mean he pretty much got robbed of it he pretty much got kicked out of his own house yeah uh Sounds like I'm like that's just it's just mind boggling, but like you're you're right, you know he lost everything. Yeah, bunny, um, having to pay for her lawyer, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's how how fucked up it is. Yeah, you, you, and most of the time, um, I, I think I read a, a, a statistic that it's about seventy percent of the time, it's actually the woman who's the one that initiates the actual divorce. Um, and, uh, it's just, what's uh, your source, man. <laughs> what's my source? <laughs> People are going to be hitting me up. Where's he getting all this credible info from? <laughs> I've, I, I honestly, I'm just, I'm regurgitating from what I've heard. Nah, uh, that's cool, man. We were, we're just talking shit right now. I don't know the actual source yeah. or anything, but I uh, could just hear them right now. Just <clears throat> no, but it's true. I mean, like really yeah. Oh, yeah. also think about it too. Like people that you know, or even fam, fam uh, family or relatives or just, People that you hear about, you know, when when they're going through a divorce, you know, who who initiated it, and it's like seven out of ten times, it's it's the woman. So, um, you know, there's a lot into play, you know, why that happens. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with you know, the relationship wasn't solid to begin with. Um, you know, the 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 man in the relationship, you know, if it's if it's a assuming this is male and female, I'm not being politically politically correct here. Um, but uh, you know, if it's a man in a relationship, then you know, maybe he didn't really uh, vet the woman, you know, that much. And they got married and, you know, he didn't realize that she was crazy. Or the woman, you know, got married to this guy and turns out he's like, you know, some abusive asshole. So it, it goes both ways. But um, but my point my point being with the whole divorce stuff is that it, it leans highly towards women, uh, the outcome of it. So, you know, like you're mentioning... Um, the man in many cases has to end up paying for her for her attorney and stuff and um and i think actually i think i heard this from joe rogan it was pretty funny joe rogan says divorce is like uh two armies going to going to war and the other and the uh and one of the armies having to pay for the other army's general i was like wow that wow that you pretty much lost the war <laughs> yeah, pretty much right 
But um, well, unless you're Trump or whatever, <laughs> right? A shameless and Trump uh, plug in there. And you get Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels to pay three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> dude, isn't that crazy? That whole Stormy Daniels thing. That is and hilarious. Dude. Don't get me wrong, people. I'm you know I just brought it up just you know because I'm not going online and looking at her, at her videos. <laughs> cough, cough, <laughs> cough, cough. For, as, it's for research purposes, man. As I take a sip of beer, sip of coke. No, um, <clears throat> research purposes, man. <laughs> but it's um, crazy man that whole just that it was just so ingrained in my head like man i need to get married because of course my parents got married around that age so mm-hmm. it it's ideal but in talking about all this stuff i don't think it's ideal hey i'm just saying <laughs> hey my, my my two cents <laughs> <laughs> but in talking about all this stuff and rec- you recommending books and mm-hmm. uh, other articles and podcasts on the subject, it's like, man, I got a whole life to live for, man. Why am I thinking about this now? Like, why, why, like, I'm missing, I was missing out on a couple things. It, it really didn't stop me from doing the things I already do now. I still go to concerts. Mm-hmm. I still play music at home. I still play slash practice music at home. Yeah. I'm doing the podcast still. I mean, it really didn't stop me. If yeah. not, maybe I think it, it fueled me a lot more. Especially now, I notice I start practicing music more. I see myself practicing the bass a little more, the mm-hmm. drums. Yeah, and that's and that's awesome. I mean, um, <clears throat> really, when it comes to to stuff like that, especially after after breaking up, um, you know, from from a relationship, the most important thing is really just to focus on yourself and focus on you becoming a better, stronger, you know, version of yourself, basically. So by you, um, you know, focusing on music, focusing on, you know, your passion projects, focusing on work, focusing on hitting the gym, building a muscle, although you're focusing on yourself, women find that highly attractive because you're, you know, you're don't say, (laughs) cause I mean, you know, women find that attractive. You're, um, you know, you're a man of virtue. You're a man of, uh, you know, getting your shit together and, and looking good and feeling good and, and you're, and you're pursuing what you want. You're not some pushover, you know, Mr. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. That you know is uh, just uh, just a yes man to everything the woman wants. You know, um, yes boss, yes boss, yes boss, yeah, sure boss, yes boss. Exactly. I mean, it's again. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm a sexist or no, but it's okay. But, it's okay um, to say no at times too, man. Yeah. I, I I experienced this at work too, not too long ago before I made the jump, and that's also something else I'm going to throw in there for a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, where a supervisor came up to me, a female, you know, we used to, we pretty much came in at the same time, started out as, uh, what they call detention officers. Yeah. And she, she got promoted to probation officer, ultimately became a unit supervisor. And I was happy for her, man. I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, you're progressing. That's what I like to see in everybody. I like to see everybody move on, but it's when that, that ego starts getting in the way. And you take your position a little too, uh, how they say, uh, a little too uh, just abuse, abuse. <clears throat> yeah, abuse like like you like you think you're too good now because you're you, uh, you think you're above everybody else, okay, and that's not how it works. How you go? So that little stunt came about where you know I had an I had an issue with a kid um, who got upset. Mm-hmm. We were getting ready to send him home and. At the at the at, towards the end, the kid didn't want to go live with his uh, grandma. He wanted to go somewhere else. You know, long story short, kid gets mad, storms out of the room, 
causes a whole ruckus in the dining hall. Yeah. Cool. I'm like, you know what? I could go about this two ways. I could get pissed off for this kid ruining what I was trying to do. Yeah. Or I could just move on and be like, hey, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. Ultimately, the kid's the one on probation, not me. I'm just going to do my job and document this whole thing and try again next the next day. Yeah. Sure enough, I go back to my office. She comes in. Hey, you need to go talk to your kid. And I said, what for? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out there, you know. Uh, she started using these, like, these terms we use in training, you know, when a kid is in crisis and this and that. I'm looking at her like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't tell her that, but I'm like, are you fucking... She's like, you need to go talk to him because he's in a moment of crisis. And I said, you know, I, I rarely say no to a lot of things mm. for a long time. Yeah. I'm saying no right now. Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe you. I'm like, well, you better believe it. Yeah. Why am I going to go talk to the kid? Mm-hmm. I talked to the kid the day after. The kid was just like, I was just upset. Yeah. And I said, I know. That's why I didn't talk to you. Yeah. Why am I going to go in and add more fuel to the fire? Yeah. It's yeah. common sense, man. Yeah. But, you know, we, uh, we worked it out eventually. You know, before I left, we were, we talked like human beings. I wasn't going to. You know, just, you know how people get when they get mad at each other, they don't talk. I don't like that, dude. Yeah. For a long time, my parents did that. And that, that really, I guess it's one of those things that kind of, I don't want to say traumatized me, but mm-hmm. it really sticks with me. I don't like when people do that. I yeah. hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. So something happened and I guess I said hi to her or something. And I joked around with her and, and I said, look, we're going to have these disagreements everywhere we go. Mm. wherever you're going to next wherever i'm going to next yeah we're always gonna disagree we don't we have different views man we might disagree at times but it's not like we hate each other dude we all have our own opinions our own views yeah so you know that happened and i told her look if you got offended in any sort of way it wasn't meant to be an offense it was just you know i'm it's just i wasn't gonna do it yeah and so ultimately, that really, it really taught that little situation, really taught me a lot about where I progressed to next as far as working in the field mm-hmm. with these parents and all that. You get parents call, calling all the time. You know, now I work for people that don't know, mm-hmm. and I was meaning to do a whole podcast on this. Last August, I got promoted to field probation officer, which made me jump from the from the facility to actually working in the field, having my own office, more freedom, things like that. Yeah. Kind of like a regular office slash desk job, to say the least. Yeah. But we we get a lot of these, uh, without going too specific into what I do, just for the purpose of, you know, the job and whatnot. Right. Um, I'll just be a little, I'll, I'll be general about it. Uh, we get a lot of parents calling us, and I saw it at the facility too, but... They're like, well, something needs to be done about this kid. Uh, he's obviously not learning anything. He's breaking curfew. He's still smoking weed. Uh, he's getting suspended at school. And we're like, well, he lives with you. Mm. I can't monitor him 24-7. I have my own life, too. Yeah. But when I'm at work, Monday through Friday, on my set schedule, if you call me, during those times, I'm there. I'm going to start asking questions. Right. So what did the school tell you? So what are you doing to put in place? 
okay, here's what we can do if this happens again next time. I'm going to go to the school. I'll talk to the school. Why is the kid getting suspended? You know, you start asking all these questions. Mm-hmm. You can't just send the kid back to court, man. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. But these parents, they want to just get rid of the kid. Yeah. And, that's, and that sucks, dude, to say the least. That sucks. I get it. You know, these quote-unquote kids are criminals, but they're kids at the end of the day too, man. Yeah. They need attention as much as, you know, the next kid. Yeah. And it just so happens that a lot of these kids come from very, very uh, broken, broken homes. Yeah. And uh, really fucked up environments, man. But we can't help that. We can just try to offer the necessary, necessary services that the kid needs because every kid is different. Right. And that's it, man. It's really whatever the kid decides to do. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to yell at him for testing positive for smoking. Like, yeah. what is that teaching the kid? Yeah. Nothing. To go smoke again? <laughs> yeah. You better not do this, son. Yeah. So it's just a lot, of, a lot of stuff that goes on at work. But in going back to making that jump, um, that really, that whole relationship thing, that really did it for me. Yeah. Because yeah. I said, man, if there's a moment in my life where I need to make a drastic change and I need to really go for it, it's right now. Mm. Look yeah. what happened, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, ca- I think I interviewed twice, and I said the third one, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Interviewed the third time, boom. Got it. Got the job. Yeah. And it's not because, you know, I charmed my way through the interview. Mm-hmm. It's based on everything that I've learned up until this point. Yeah. Working as, starting out as an intern, dude, can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Four years ago, I think you remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember when I told you, man, I'm doing this internship. I'm not getting paid shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My AC was messed up. That was a hot summer, man. But if I look back now, those that was like the most fun I ever had. Mm. It's strange to say it now, you know. I make I make decent amount of money now, uh, but that was the most fun I had, man. I learned a lot. Yeah. Hands hands on uh, on the job training, as they say. Yeah. But it's just like anything, man. Like. You at real estate, I mean, you've been going at it since you, right out of high school. Yep. And it's been nonstop for you. It's not like, oh, I'm going to take a year off or whatever, then how am I going to get paid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you just got to gotta put yourself out there and um, don't take no for an answer. What, what would you be doing if it wasn't real estate? Um, what do you think? I don't know, man. When I was in high school... Uh, I mean, I, I got into real estate in high school, like towards my towards like the last last year or so. Uh, but before that, I was kind of looking into uh, being a sound engineer. So like, you know, being the audio guy at concerts and stuff like that. The Actually, infamous for people that don't know the infamous DJ channels. Yeah, I used to be a DJ too <laughs> back in high school. Uh, so that kind of fell in line with that. I was like, I was already DJing. I was like, okay, if I get into sound, be a sound engineer, like that'd be pretty cool. And then I was like be awesome i get to go on tour and you know travel the world and stuff like that it's like oh, i was thinking about that for a little while so that was one avenue i was thinking about and then um another avenue i kind of brushed on a little bit was maybe being uh you know being a police officer kind of thought about it i was i wasn't too serious about it. i was more serious about the audio engineer stuff or more interested in that not serious but more interested in the audio engineering stuff um so i would say that would probably be I don't know if I would have gone through with it if I didn't get into real estate. I, I think if I hadn't got into real estate, I probably would have I probably would have actually gone to school, gone to college. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows what direction that indoctrination indoctrination would have put me in? 
You could have um, been you could have been Drake's DJ or something Drake's like that, DJ. or or whoever the big uh, Kanye. I don't, is he still big right now? I don't know, dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't keep up with the stuff. I just spurt out names as I, <laughs> as I go. Um, so yeah, man, I I really have no idea what I would be doing if I if I hadn't gone into real estate. Um, I I really didn't have any direction, you know. I, you I seem knew. to be enjoying real estate, though. I mean, you've been going at it for so long. Of course, like yeah. any other job, it has its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy the I enjoy the the time freedom, the flexibility. I'm in, I'm my own boss, which is nice. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to it, but there's also a lot of downsides as well. So everything has everything has its pros and cons, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, with with me though, it's uh, the of course there's a lot of prawns, like pro prawns. <laughs> That's a new word, prawns. There's a lot of pros to to this job, you know, like kind of like you, we're very similar as far as like time flexibility, yeah, uh, freedom, yeah. Cons, it's a very stressful job. Yep. Highly stressful. So we're dealing with. Uh, I'm dealing with, you know, juvenile delinquents. Yeah, real estate's pretty yeah. stressful as well. And that that alone too, you know, you've encountered many uh, uh many uh, stressful, I guess, events. Yeah. To say the least. Every single deal. <laughs> and you're like, man. Every like, single house. Because you never know. Okay, he might change his mind, or yep, or at the end of the day, he might say no, or yep. you just never know. Yep, yep. Well, no. it's like with us. It's like I could walk in on on Monday. Oh, by the way, I'll get a call like right at eight o'clock. Hey, this kid got picked up and sent to jail. Whoa, mm. yeah. I gotta go in there and look for the kid. Try to go see the kid within forty-eight hours, and mm. we just never know. But I try to, I try to just. When I'm at work, it's work. Right. As soon as that five o'clock hits or when, whenever I'm supposed to get off, that work cell phone is turned off on to the next thing. I'm going home. Right, right. I'm going to go play Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> get stuck in there for two hours, Yeah. go, go fishing or something. Go fishing, yeah, yeah. Uh, play music, listen to podcasts on the way home, um, read a book. Which I think a lot of people aren't reading as much books nowadays. Yeah, no, definitely not. I, uh, I mean, I wasn't when when I was in high school, but once I graduated from high school, I started reading, reading a lot of books, books, audiobooks too. I love audiobooks. I got it. been getting into audiobooks a little bit more lately, um, hmm. just because the only reason I've been getting into it a little bit more is because I just I have so many books and my there's literally like no room in my bookshelf anymore for anything else. So the next resort is just digital audiobooks and stuff you should start charging people hey i'm renting out books yeah it should be your own personal library yeah just open my own library <laughs> you have the the four-hour work week and then right next to it will be like uh what's that other one it'll be like a tim ferris uh, another tim ferris book yeah. tribe of mentors tribe of mentors yeah uh you have like the holy bible next to, i don't know if you have a holy bible next to it. I, I don't i think you that's the only thing you're missing yeah yeah no no bibles on my bookshelf <laughs> yeah, to say the least it's know. crazy man how how one situation can just just pretty much light a fire under you like just just like that yeah and like i said i'm, I'm still i'm at where i want to be but i'm still trying to improve i'm still trying mm -hmm. to get higher up oh yeah yeah as far as I don't think career wise and as far as hobby wise slash you know side gig wise yeah i don't think you should ever get comfortable with uh with what you're doing ever i think you should always uh always be trying to pursue excellence pursuing something better and higher 
because once you once you're satisfied you just get comfortable and uh you know i mean i get i, I get lazy when that happens yeah you get lazy i mean i'm, I'm guilty of that i mean everybody is but um yeah you should never you should never be satisfied you should always be striving wanting to go for more something better you know bigger better whatever so um yeah man um you're at a loss for words right I'm now. I'm at a loss for words right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn, well, I've hit a I've hit a hit a speed bump. I did. I did. Not it's really, been, it's more like a roadblock. You're like, God damn, I don't know what else to say. It's been a long I'm, day I'm for fried. me. Been it has day. been a long day, yeah. man. And it's just so crazy, like and I know this episode kinda jumped and but but whatever. We jump off from topic to topic, but yeah isn't school overrated man like (laughs) i know i'm gonna get a lot of haters for this but and not not really though because i know a lot of people that i say about half of the people i know didn't graduate from college yeah half of the people i know did and um i don't know it's interesting to see both sides yeah some people didn't want to go to college yeah some people couldn't some people dropped out yeah some people couldn't afford it um I just got, you know, I was to the thinking of, well, my grandpa was a whole doctor, a lung specialist. Mm. My dad graduated from college in Mexico, so I really got no excuse, man. Like, mm. yeah. I can go out and do it and even do more, more than that. Right, right. And my dad always, not just my dad, but my parents always stressed that, you know, to them, that's all they wanted for me, just to get an education. Yeah. And they always said, look, we're not going to force you into one thing. Like, we're not going to force you to be a like a rocket scientist or or a biologist. Yeah. yeah. Just do whatever you want, man. But just get an education. Right. And that was I think uh, that was very uh, it really helped me a lot throughout uh, my whole college, uh, my whole college, my whole time in college. Right. Um, I miss it at times. But then I think about all those tests I had to do, all those papers I had to write, yeah. all those quizzes. I really don't miss it, dude. Yeah, I, really I heard don't. I heard a great saying by uh, a wise guy one time, wise men, and uh, he said, uh, "Don't let school get in the way of your education." And I was like, oh, "That's oh, that's pretty smart." Wow. And uh, mind blown. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know. Um, People, people. Once they, once they're done with school, a lot of people, they're just, they're done. You know, they don't, they, they don't grow and they don't learn from there. And uh, <clears throat> that's, that's just, you know, finishing school. I mean, I didn't even go to school to college, but I mean, you, you, you never stop learning. You're always learning new skills, learning new things, and I think reading. a lot of people lose that, man. Yeah, a lot of people once, did lose once it. Once they, and I can tell yeah. too, and talking to, and, and like I said, it's no offense to anybody, but it's just the truth. Like, yeah, and talking to people. I found myself having learned a lot of stuff just from podcasts, from reading books, autograph yeah. biographies. I don't I know you've read you've read a lot of books. Oh, yeah, I know right. I've read a lot of books that you haven't read. Uh, yeah, probably just you know based on interest. But yeah, yeah, those books that I've read, just these autobiographies of people that you know grew up like us with nothing, mm-hmm. and they went on to become something. Whether it was being the lead singer of Kiss mm. or you know becoming the president of the United States, right. They just nine times out of ten they came from nothing and they did something with that. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, um, people they uh, I don't know people nowadays uh, they just people are just too 
complacent, too comfortable, too just average, you know, not, not wanting to improve themselves, not wanting to improve their situation, not wanting to, you know, <clears throat> read more books or <clears throat> listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Um, People are more concerned now with, uh, you know, like social media. Mm-hmm. They want to just become famous off of, you know, a meme or yeah. or or a, a stunt that goes wrong or yeah. the next uh, coach uh, purse or I don't know what they got now. Right. You know, that's how much it matters to me. You think social media is like slowly destroying, um, not society, well, I guess in a sense, but social media is like, um, it's really just influencing people in a, in a negative way. I think so. Yeah. Just because. I think uh, so too. Because, uh, like I said, you know, you go back to a person like Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Tons of people look up to her. <laughs> but you ask yourself, okay, why is she really famous? And then oh. you go back to as to why she really is famous, and you're like, okay. And people look up to this person. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get it. You might say, uh, you hate Trump or you hate Obama. Mm-hmm. But these are people that, not Trump, uh, forget Trump. <laughs> but you look at somebody like Obama, you know, he gets a lot of hate, but it's like, granted, he did stuff in his day too. You know what? Smoking a little weed, that's not going to hurt anybody. But you're talking about a person who did a whole damn sex tape, <laughs> all of a sudden got leaked out, quote unquote. Right. And then you're now the, I guess, billionaire, I don't know what she is, of her own empire. Yeah. She has like her own. Uh, what does she have, like clothing lines? Uh, clothing, I think, yeah. Her own app. Yeah. And it's like, you think about it, you're like, man, l- like little girls are looking up to this this chick. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that really fucks with your mind, dude. Like, social that's, media, that's so wrong. Like, that media. shouldn't be happening. You shouldn't be looking up to people like that. Yeah. Social social, social media fucks up with, fucks your mind, man. You just, all day long, you're scrolling through Instagram or whatever, Facebook, and you're just seeing... You're, you're only seeing the good side of people. People are only posting things that they're, um, you know, things that are positive going on in their life. No one ever shows you all the negative fucking shit going on in their life. You know, yeah. them not being able to, you know, pay their bills this month or them going through something with a relationship or with work, or whatever. Like you never see that side. So when you're, you know, when you're like some, dis- you know, depressed guy or whatever, depressed woman and you're scrolling through Instagram, you're like, my life sucks. You know, I have nothing going for myself. And then you're scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing everybody putting on these fucking fake facades that life is great and life is, you know, super tight leggings and all those Instagram <laughs> models. Yeah. And they just, they, they just put on this all those Jack, the, like the rock. He's all Jack. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever shows you the bad side. No one ever shows you like the shit that they're actually really going through. So I think in that sense, social media kind of fucks it, fucks with your mind a little bit. Um, I think that's why people like Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz. Uh, that's why I think that's why their podcast is so successful. Mm-hmm. And even Joe talks about it to this day. He's like, I want to talk to people who I'm interested in. I'm right. not just gonna pigeonhole myself into you know interviewing comics. How boring would that be if he just interviewed comics? Right. Dude, he's interviewed. How many people has he interviewed? Uh, I don't know. What, 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 what episode is he on? Like thousand something? Yeah. That's insane. And these are people from all facets of life. Dude, he's interviewed Paul Stanley from Kiss, uh, Ted Nugent, yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Um, the great Joey Diaz. 
David Lee Roth from Van Halen. I mean, he's James Hetfield from Metallica, dude. That was an that was an incredible episode. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, even people like uh, I think recently he had on both uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. He he of course he has a lot of the MMA fighters on. Yeah. Um, a lot of his comic friends, Eddie Bravo. Yeah. A lot of people, man. So he's he's always talking about different stuff on his podcast. It's not always. Or, you know, comedy, comedy, or weed, and, nah, man, he's talking about Tesla, and um, all the stuff he's doing in his life, he doesn't really talk about his personal life too much, Mm. but he'll tell you straight up, you know, he goes through the same thing everybody else does, just like Joe Diaz says, we all put our pants down, one, pants on, pants down, (laughs) we all put our pants on one leg at a time, right, just like everybody else, right, right, and his is so, uh, have you listened to his podcast as of late? Joey Diaz, no, I haven't. No. I haven't listened to that's that's one I really stick to religiously. It's probably the only one I really look forward to, mm. regardless of who he has on. I always listen because it's mm. just so, it's just so real. Yeah, like it's just just unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. If you if you know who Joey Diaz is, if you don't know, just look him up and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. this guy has no filter and he tells it like it is, man. And people will call on his bullshit sometimes, like. Oh man, he's always telling these stories. Like he's got a story for everything. That's because the guy has lived life. Right. Granted, he was doing coke <laughs> in the yeah. '80s, but <laughs> yeah, 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 he caught himself in so many situations. But that's all it is, man. You just got to get out there and live your life. Forget about what these people on Instagram are doing or on Facebook, just for the likes. Yeah, that's all it is, man. It's all just. It's all just gonna be what your little 15 seconds of fame. I call it shame, you know. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. But get out there and do something, man. Go take a walk. Go take a hike. <laughs> Ever seen? Have you seen the new uh, feature they have on the iPhone? It's uh, what's it called? It's called uh, Screen Time. Screen so time. if you've updated your uh, your iPhone um, within the past, I don't know. I think I think this has probably been out for like two months already, two three months. But uh, but with Screen Time, what it does is it actually shows you the amount of time that you're actually spending on your phone every day. Like oh, it, okay. it averages it out. Mm-hmm. Do you see it? It's, it's under settings. Let me see. And then it'll break it down by by app as well, like how much time you spent on you know on on a, on a certain app you know within the past day and within the past seven days too. I'm going through my phone um, right now for people that are listening. It's fucking scary, dude. I don't see it. Like you, where is it at? Uh, so go, so open up your iPhone, go to settings and then in settings, it's going to be, let's see here. I'm looking at it right now. So it's, it's going to be right under, um, the do not disturbed, um, the thingy. General? Uh, settings. It's probably not updated. It's not in general. It's actually under screen time, screen time. Oh, you found it. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we're sitting across the room from each other for you guys listening. I guess continue. You're probably like, why why don't you just point to it? (laughs) Uh, yeah, so screen time, and then um, it shows you, like, the amount of time you, you spend on average. Oh, well, mine's not even updated. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Okay. That's how that's how bad I use this phone. Damn, dude. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's scary, man, like, the amount of time you spend I, I did on the read phone. about it, though, when it came out. Yeah. And they were hoping that it would cut down on people's usage of the phone, and I think it increased it. Dude, mine hasn't gone down, man. I tried, like it went, it went down a little bit when I first, uh, when I first, when the, when the update first came out and I was, I was conscious about it. And I was like, man, so I started using my phone a little bit less and less. I can see the, and then, the bars uh, right now on yours. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. And then uh, after a while, I was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna use it the way I have been, so. You need to um, get off those sites, man. 
Yeah, no, man, so hard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, it's mainly Instagram, man. Like I actually spent like today. I'm looking at today's hours. Today I spent an hour and 31 minutes on Instagram today, within within the past 24 hours. What are you looking at on Instagram? <laughs> Instagram models. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, Relationship. Not looking at dudes. No. I just put it out there like that. No, definitely not. But um, yeah, man. Like it just it puts puts into perspective like how addicted we are to our devices, and even shows you how many times you actually pick up your phone. Every time you pick it up, I'll show you. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I picked up my phone 122 times today so far. And that's uh, a lot of times, sir. I know, man. <laughs> like it just it, it really shows you how. And I haven't looked at this this data, this stats in a while, so it's, it's actually a little eye opening to me right now. But it just shows you like how addicted we are to our devices, how how much time we actually spend on social media every day and just consuming, you know, other people's crap, basically. Do you remember a time before all this? I still do. Yeah. Yeah. Before. Uh, before I feel bad for all these kids now that are growing up with these uh, devices. A time before uh, social media, before MySpace. <laughs> yeah, even before MySpace. Like, I remember... You know, when we first met in sixth grade, that was like, we didn't have anything. No, there wasn't anything. I still remember when you first told me about MySpace, we were in Edison. Mm. And it was just like this thing that was, I guess, it was in its infancy. And yeah. all of a sudden, people were getting it. And I was like, what is this MySpace? Like, <laughs> what is it? Yeah. And that was right around the time I got my first MP3 player at Radio Shack. Damn. I did not know how to. I was so bad, man, with, with uh, putting music in it. I would just use it for the radio. That's how bad I was. <laughs> you had an MP3 player that you used to listen to the radio too. I was like, man, we've come so far. Now it's like we have Spotify on this. And we can stream anything we want at any time yeah. and place. And it's like, man, you go back to, and this, we're talking about, I'm talking about 2000, between like 2004, 2006. 2006. Yeah. This wasn't that long ago. 12 years ago. See, that, that still wasn't that long ago. Damn. Even in high school, man, I, I almost all through high school, all I had was a prepaid a track phone, flip phone. Yeah. And I was only used for emergencies because I actually, I actually had to buy my minutes. Yeah. And so I would buy 60 minutes and that was just for emergencies only. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't text cause that used up a whole minute <laughs> just to send the text. Yeah, yeah. So if for some reason I had to stay after school or if I missed the bus or whatever, yeah. I call my mom or I call my dad come pick me up or you know whatever the case may be but i still remember lugging around my cd player at school man i think if we didn't have social media you know if, if social media was never invented um we wouldn't have all this like now political correctness and all this stupid shit you you know you have going people on today getting offended. people getting offended by oh, every Stormy little thing daniel said this i'm like yeah. leave her alone dude just let her let her be i think people wouldn't give a shit if social media wasn't like if we weren't so used to and programmed by social media you know people sharing how they feel and whatever having to apologize for shit they said like years ago <laughs> kind of like kevin hart kevin i don't hart. know if you saw that yeah i did hear that and I, hey man I, i'm all for that he said you know what fuck y'all i'm not gonna apologize for yeah. what and then you just step down yeah you shouldn't have to apologize man yeah yeah i agree because that makes you i think that makes you makes you look like a fake when you do yeah it's like oh i didn't really mean it i was just saying it for nah man just say what you mean yeah and yeah. mean what you say yeah like they say damn mind fuck i know right i just came up with that on the fly damn 
that's uh, I think that'll that's my peak for today. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked with that. It's your peak co- cognitive. Uh, damn, I just peaked myself. I don't even know what I'm gonna say. Damn, damn, dude, I just peaked as well. Holy shit. <laughs> but it's, it, dude, it's just one of those things where it's like everything you say is people are getting offended. That's why this podcast, dude. I don't. There's no filter on this podcast. Of course, there's things I'm not gonna talk about. You know, like the job. You know, specifics, whatnot. Right. Um, certain people. You know, I'll talk about experiences with my, my ex and all, but she's not even mentioned by name. That's how important she is. Um, <laughs> That's good. Just throwing slugs <laughs> right now. Damn. But it, that's Shots just the, the way <laughs> the way it should be, dude. Because it's like you said, so many people are getting offended about nothing nowadays. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, and now they're throwing it in your face too. Like this past weekend, oh, the first transgender boxer fought this weekend. I'm like, don't don't shove it in my face like that, dude. Like, okay, that's cool and all, but I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. The whole uh and dude there's nothing wrong with this this the whole gay rights movement lg what i always get that messed up lgbt but dude yeah Q, whatever dude i'm glad they're getting recognition finally and they're you know we're being more accepting of it sure but don't show it in my face yeah that's one thing that's that's one thing i don't like either it's just like it's, it's no different than being proselytized by you know people and their religions like yeah exactly it's like i respect your religion i i get it um you know that's fine yeah you know you believe in it whatever join just, the cult just man don't, just don't fucking shove it down my throat like just keep that shit to yourself you know just join the cult dude just, just join the cult just do it just do it man <laughs> join the freak party and joe rogan cult yeah exactly but it's like i said man it's there's no need to just show it in our faces which constantly happens yeah. all the time with no no pun intended with the transgender shoving things to, on your face. Of never, course. Never mind, never mind, never mind. No offense to anybody out there who's <laughs> transgender or not, nothing like that, but hopefully you understand what we're trying to say with all this stuff being out there with the media and mm. um, and it's just where does this all go, man? I have no idea. I don't even want to think about Down it. Down the fucking drain. That's where it's where we're fucking headed right now, dude. At the end as of the a, day, as a society, man. Yeah. At the know. end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Just go out there and live your life, man. Just if you're listening to this, just whatever you're doing right now, just turn it up a notch. If you feel like you're stuck at a meaningless job, find another job. Find a find a hobby. Maybe you can make that a, a job in its own. Yeah. I'm still hoping I can, you know, retire like my coworker said, retire young and just make it in music. Or, you know, even go to jujitsu and open up my own school or something. Right. <laughs> something to get out of, you know, working the usual nine to five. Because trust me, man, sometimes when I get up in the morning, I do not want to get up. Yeah. But I have to. Yeah. I got to make that money, son. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's good, dude. It's, uh, it's, a good way to, it's a good way to put it. It's all about the money, baby. It's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> of course, pretty, I'm kidding, folks. It's pretty important, but yeah. It, I think it's very, very important if you wanna, if you wanna be successful in this life, man. First of all, you gotta love what you do. Don't just go through the motions. I saw it a lot at my previous job, man. Just people stuck in a rut, all because they either didn't go to college or mainly that was the whole thing, education, mm. and. Even people with an education, they still couldn't move up. 
Oh, yeah. Either they were bad interviewers or they got a bad reputation at work. You know, the word gets out. Oh, yeah. You know, I always did my job to the best of my abilities, whether that was being a detention officer, which I always got stuck with shitty jobs. Dude, one time we had a toilet back up. All the water came out mm. to the dining hall. You know, it's all mixed in with crap and stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, I'm there with this supervisor. I'm helping them mop up this stuff. Talk about a shitty job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but yeah, that had to do it. It wasn't no, oh, I'm an attention officer. I'm too good for that. Nah, man. My dad taught me better than that. My mom taught me better than that. Right. You're no less of, you know, capable of doing that type of job than the next person. Right, right. Granted, I did see a lot of people afterwards. They didn't want to get their hands dirty. Mm. Oh, I'm not touching that or mm. I'm wearing these shoes or I'm not doing that. I'm like, nah, dude, you ain't going to make it in this life like that. Yeah. I'm just telling you straight up. Yeah, no, no, that's true, man. I, I mean, even as an intern, man, shredding papers, filing stuff, just stuff that was that I thought was meaningless, but really yeah. taught me a lot. Yeah, yeah. And that goes all the way back to when I used to work for the newspaper in college. Uh, this is we were still putting out the physical newspaper before we fully went online and tried to launch um, our version of the podcast mm. at school for the newspaper. But that really taught me a lot about uh, work ethic. Yeah. Because not only was I writing these articles to the point where even I was editing too uh, towards the end of my college run. Yeah. But it, I was also distributing the paper. It wasn't just I would just put words together and that's it. Right. Oh, man, I was going out there. Sometimes it was raining. Sometimes it was hot. Sometimes it was cold. Right. I got sick a couple times just hauling from one building. It's like we're going from, I'm not going to reveal our location right now. We're going from this building to the building where we're eating at. Yeah. And then we're going to the clinic I told you about. It was like that. Damn. And I'm hauling this thing in like a little cart, making sure these things don't fall over. Right, right. But I got, we got the job done, man. We got the word out on this newspaper, and we were making sure that people got quality. It was more quality over quantity. Right. And that really, really taught me a lot about work ethic, and I still stick to it, to my guns to, to this day. Even as a detention officer, probation officer working in the facility, I always tell people, look, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you shouldn't have a reason to be looking over your shoulder or having people talk about you. If they talk about you, it's because you're doing a good job. Right. Otherwise, you're doing a bad job. Right, right. But you shouldn't be worried about that. I was never worried about getting in trouble or getting rid enough for being late or not doing my job right because I was always trying to do it right. Yeah. And I always took, you know... Advice from my supervisors, the, what they call constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. They were like, you're good in these areas, but I feel you can improve here. Yeah. If you're more stern, if you're more, you know, I'm not telling you how to do your job, but this is what I would do based on experience. Mm -hmm. And it helped a lot, man. A lot of people aren't open to that criticism. Right. And it's just one of those things where it's like, man, that's really gotten me this far. And it's really helped me try to, man, I'm really trying to implement this work ethic into this podcast and into my music and into reading these books, finishing these video games. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing all sorts of stuff, man. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, I never, you know, like I tell you, I'm getting time off. There really is no time off. 
when I'm yeah. off, I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not spending time with my family, I'm watching a movie, catching up on a TV show, reading a book, right. listening to a podcast, practicing a song, right? Uh, going through a video game, whatever it may be. Yeah. Whatever it may be, man. Yeah. That's mainly the whole uh, concept of this whole podcast. I know we kind of jump from topic to topic, but that's mainly really what I want you guys to you know, get an idea of where we're coming from as far as just getting it done. Yeah. there's really not much more to it man I mean you just gotta go out there and do it mm-hmm. you know real estate didn't just fall in your lap all of a sudden right you know this criminal justice stuff didn't fall on my lap yesterday man I've, I've liked this stuff since I was in high school yeah if it wasn't being a police officer or being in a national guard I was ultimately gonna be in probation and that's mm-hmm. where I ended up yeah not on probation but working for probation <laughs> right right <laughs> Otherwise, I want to have the job. <laughs> right. Any uh, any plans before we wrap up? Any we're all we're coming up on, man. It's almost the end of the year already. It is the end of the year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Once again, and I know people come up with these New Year's resolutions and they never stick to them. We're gonna go to the gym January first. Right. By January the third, they're done. Right. Right. Any uh. Plans for, for the new year, Randy? Any goals you have set in stone or anything you might have set in stone already for the new year or just taking it day by day as we speak? Or um, Well, I do have my own podcast that I'm getting ready to start doing here pretty soon as well. Breaking news. Breaking news. You heard it here first on the Hangout podcast. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So my new podcast I'm going to be coming out, getting back into the podcasting game, is going to be called Awakened Dominance, the Awakened Dominance podcast. And uh, it's basically just going to be a podcast for men, which is kind of why I kind of went off on a little tangent on, on men, masculinity and stuff a little earlier. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a podcast just about men, you know, living to their fullest, uh, men who are wanting to dominate every area of life, hence the name Awaken Dominance. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to have it up on iTunes and I'm going to have it up on Stitcher and Spotify as well. Um, the website's going to be awakendominance.com. Um, I actually have the website up right now, but it's not done. It's just, you know, I'm kind of working on it right now. Um, but yeah, man, I plan on having some pretty cool, interesting guests, you know, people from pretty much all areas of life, people who are, you know, mainly just all men for the most part. I might, I may have some, some women on to get some different perspectives every once in a while, but you know, men who are just crushing it when it comes to their fitness or when it comes to business or career and, uh, relationships, um, recovering from divorce or deco- recovering from breakups. I mean, just, you know, men who are trying to live their fullest life, their fullest potential, and just trying to dominate every area that they can, um, just to be the best versions of best versions of themselves. So that's what that podcast is going to be all about. Uh, looking forward to launching it soon. Um, probably going to be having the first episodes coming out within the first or second week of the new year of 2019. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, that's pretty much what I got going on right now or coming up. That's pretty cool, man. Always crushing it. Yeah. That is pretty cool. And I, I'm going to record and I'm still trying to figure out the, what you would say, logistics of the, and my th- it will be the third annual, yes, the third annual end of the year slash year in review podcast episode. Um, that's still in the works. I know the clock is ticking. Uh, I was thinking of putting out an announcement on my social media sites uh, as far as that, where that's at. But I'm still really waiting on 
on the whole Spotify iTunes issue. Uh, but I think I still might put it out. Hopefully, by the end of this week. If not, it'll probably be up before Christmas. Um, so be on the lookout for those announcements on my social media sites as far as when this podcast will be recorded. I'm still debating on going back and forth as to whether it should be recorded live. And if it is, we might end up having to do it here, Randy. <laughs> nice. Because there's a... I mean, there's literally nobody here right now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. At the cool. time of this recording, we're recording it late in the evening. And yeah. um, we can perfectly set up a... Uh, my iPad on that corner over there. Yeah. Or even put it at the end of that table. And yeah. we just, you know, be back here or kind of like where we're sitting now. Right, right. Or matter of fact, we can even, I don't know, somehow put it like in that corner over there mm-hmm. and it'll catch like the whole table. That way we don't have to be so close to each other. Right. Very uncomfortable. But that's one of the things I'm planning on doing before the year ends. And that's where I'm going to go really deep into what the new year is going to bring for me as far as my career and my career as far as work and my plans as far as like hobbies and things like that. Mm. Cause there's a lot of stuff on the table right now, man. There's a lot of stuff on the table. Yeah. And, uh, we're only, I'm only scratching the surface as we speak and hopefully those plans, uh, you know, can become a reality by next year. Right. But you know, for now it's just still taking it day by day. Just because the end, it's the end of the year doesn't mean I'm gonna get lazy now, man. I think this is the time to to really start going at it. Yeah. To go into the new year just full blast. Balls to the walls, man. Yeah. Just just uh, full steam ahead, like they say. Randy, it's been a lot of fun, man. Thanks for inviting me to uh, the co-working space once again. And uh, there it is. I gave away our location, but they don't know where it is though. They have a lot of these downtown, right? Uh. Yeah, I mean, there's there's multiple co-working places all over all over the place here in Houston. But uh, I think this time, this time and uh, especially day of the week, perfectly works. Yeah, just as long as we're both free. Yeah. But man, thanks again for inviting me. It's a it's a lot of fun when we do these episodes. There's no interruptions whatsoever, and uh, the quality is great. I'm also gonna try to do a podcast on uh, this little recorder right here that I got. Mainly, uh, not just the recorder itself, but mainly, um, I know I said I was going to wrap this up 10 minutes ago, <laughs> but somebody asked me about a year ago, a friend of mine, that a friend of his was trying to start a podcast and they wanted to get like an insight as to how to start it. So we were going back and forth by email mm-hmm. and eventually, I guess it worked out. I haven't heard from her since, but I was like, wait, you're asking me for advice? Yeah. This is just trial and error for me. <laughs> right, right. I'm not I'm not an expert, but I thought about it and I'm like, man, you know what? I can easily do an hour episode on not even an hour, maybe thirty minutes on covering how I started doing this trial by error, different type of equipment I've used and specific equipment I've used, like getting deep into the mics and stuff like that. Right. But Randy, this has been a lot of fun, man. Hopefully we can knock a couple more of these out in the in the near future before the year ends. And uh, we try to, I try to keep it at 30 minutes, but like I said, if it stretches up to an hour, that means it's because the episode was that good. <laughs> you know, kind of toot my own horn a little bit, but thanks again, guys, for tuning in. And once those feeds go up on iTunes and Spotify, I will start blasting them out on my social media sites. But in the meantime, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.